I actually think the best way to survive the holiday, the holidays, the Christmas season, is by really um, stop, reflect on what the true meaning of this season is all about. In fact, we actually, there's a term, a word for this, and it's called Advent. It's a Latin word, and it means uh, coming or arrival. And, and it's really uh, four weeks uh, that lead up to Christmas Day, what we celebrate as the birth of Jesus. And it's an opportunity for us each week to stop and reflect on what the birth of Jesus is, what it means, his arrival means. And so last week, we talked about hope, how Jesus is hope for you and for me, and, and we have this amazing opportunity to respond, not based off of what we go through, but, but by putting our hope in who Jesus is and the moment that he, that he was born until the second coming of Jesus. And so uh, today, we're talking about the word peace. We're talking about the word peace. How many of y'all can just use a little bit of peace in your life? And uh, my hand's up, and my legs are up, and <laughs> yeah, it's... We can use some peace. I can use some peace. And so, uh, so today, we're, we're talking about peace. Our, our text this morning is going to be found in Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. We're going to start at verse 10 and read to verse 14. And, and, and so the flow for today is I, I'm, I only have three pages of notes. And I know that may sound a lot. Usually I have four to five. So I'm, I'm trying to like, I, I want us to, uh, to, to go through this message portion fairly quick. And then we're going to worship a little bit. Just I love worshiping at the end. You guys like worshiping at the end? It, it gives us an opportunity to just to really reflect on the message and on what God is doing. And then after that, we're going we're gonna, to uh, sow into, into our future, and it's going to be amazing. But like, uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and verse 14, says this, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah of the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared, and the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. I love that. And on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. This morning I want to talk to you briefly, simply from the subject, peace on earth. Peace on earth. Let's pray. Father, we love you. God, I thank you for today. God, I thank you for the opportunity that we have to be together as a, as a community, God, as a family. Lord, I pray that you would just, uh, God, in these next moments, that you would do what only you can do. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge you as our guest of honor today. We thank you for what you're doing. God, we want to leave here changed. We want to leave here better. Not for our own benefit, but so that we can change the world around us. God, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I'll drink to that. Cheers. So I got to be honest, I, I need a little help from you guys. Um, my wife needs some prayer. My, my wife, she's not in here, so you don't have to repeat this to her. Um, but she needs some prayer, guys. And um, I know that we are a praying church. My wife, um, she... she uh, she did this thing at the beginning of uh, November that I don't think people should do. I don't think Christians should do. I don't think uh, people with the title of pastor should do. 
And here's what it is. In the first week of November, my wife says to me, Babe, I need you to go to the shed. And I said, why? She said, I need you to get our Christmas decorations. I said, whoa, 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 chill. I said, I'm just kidding. <laughs> People were like, she's like, I, I want to put up Christmas decorations. And I said, babe, it's, it's like November, the beginning of November. We just, we just got done with Halloween. Like it's too close. Like Satan and Jesus, it's too close. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't. I can't believe I said that. Um, and I, I was just like, "It's too close. You can't. You can't do this. Like you. You just can't." And she's like, "Whatever. Just get it." And I said, "And all the husbands are like, yes, ma'am, right? Like, because we know." And um, and so 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 I get it. And she starts decorating the house. She's, she's putting it, like, everywhere. And it's, like, first week of November, maybe the second week of November. And we got, like, Christmas lights up in the house. And we got the stockings up. And, and I'm like, man, this is crazy. She needs help. We need to pray for her. And, uh, and one of the de- I'm telling you this because one of the decorations is, uh, is, this, is, this, is this banner that spells the word peace. And it says, uh, well, you guys know how to spell peace. And it spells out peace. And my wife is cute because she's like, she's like, you see that, babe? This is a banner of peace over our house. Oh, yeah, shut up. And, <laughs> and <laughs> oh, I got to focus. And, and so, 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 so she's like, she tells me this, right? And all, like, we've heard it from the beginning of November all the way until currently. She's like, this is a banner of peace over our house. This is a banner of peace over our house. And so my youngest, I have a four-year-old, his name is Sammy, uh, he, he noticed his mom doing this, like his mom saying that, that, that word is peace, that word is peace, that word is peace. And he's also at the, at the age in, in, in his life, I was going to say career, what is it, um, where he's, he now identifies alphabets. And so he's sitting, looking at the wall, and he says, P-E-A-C-E, P-E-A-C-E, P-E-A-C-E. And he just kept repeating that, like looking at the, and the other day, God is my witness, um, I'm in my kitchen, I'm just minding my own business, and out of nowhere, my son is next to me, so he's not looking at the word, he's just by himself next to me, and he says this, he says, P-E-A-C-N-E, peace. And in that moment, I almost lost it. See, because it may not mean anything to you that he can spell peace, but it meant the world to me. See, because what you may or may not have known is that my son was born with a speech delay. And so he, he tries to talk, but it's very hard to understand what he's saying. And so since he was diagnosed with that, there's always just been this like unrest in our heart, in our spirit. There's always just been like, oh, why does he have to have that blah? And there's always just been like this, this just like this sadness when I think about my little boy and his inability to, to communicate at the level in which he should. And in that moment when he spelled the word peace, his first word, ladies and gentlemen, he, 
He spelled it out. And in that moment, my God, peace just overwhelmed my body. Peace overwhelmed my spirit and my mind. And the reason why I'm telling you this today is because I believe it's my mission this morning to let you know that God wants you to experience peace. He wants you to encounter peace. Now, if your world is anything like my world, you know that, uh, that we live, like the season that we're in, the world that we're in, perhaps whatever situation that you or I am dealing with, if we're honest, peace is absent. For a lot of us in this season, it's a hard season. There's like no peace because of whatever you're dealing with, whatever, you, whatever this holiday brings, brings to mind. There's like just this peace that is absent. I mean, you turn on the news and there is no peace there. Rumors of war. Gas, you're paying 500 bucks a gallon. <laughs> Inflation. And like all these things, like if you're like me, you could be better. But for me, these things, there's just no rest. Like big things, things we read in the news. Elon destroying Twitter, my God. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's just funny how people are freaking out about that. Cheers. But, but, but this idea, man, like, we, we're, like if your world is like mine, there's the, like my life just is, it seems like more times than not, like it's, it's submerged into chaos. It's submerged into just all kinds of craziness happening in our life. Now, I say that because if that is you, because that's me, we're in good company. We're in great company because like the turmoil of whatever you're dealing with individually and the turmoil that we see collectively as a world is the very backdrop in which uh, the text that we read in Luke chapter 2. Now, Luke chapter 2, the angels, uh, the, the shepherds, they're shepherding their sheep. And, uh, and, and, and they're, doing, they're minding their own business, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the angel's like, it was either an, right? Or, or it was like, we come in peace. You know, I don't know. I'm just kidding. And so, like, the angel, the angel, like, pops out of nowhere. And, and, and clearly, these shepherds who were shepherding are freaked out because the first thing the angel says is, fear not. Don't be afraid. Like, easy for you to say, sir. You just, like, scared me. And the angel's like, peace. Or, excuse me, the angel's like, fear not. And, and, the, and, then, and then he begins to explain how the birth of Jesus is coming. And really, what the angel is doing, he's declaring the hope that is found in baby Jesus. Who would grow up to be Jesus. Let me just emphasize that. And... And, and, and so, so here, here is, here is uh, these angels, and they, or this angel, he pops on the scene, the shepherds, they're like, oh my gosh, and the, and the angel's like, fear not, born this day in a manger, 
as a little baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. And then once the angel's done, all of a sudden, like a whole multitude of angels just like popped on the scene. And they begin singing glory to God in the highest. And peace on earth to whose favor, to who his favor rests upon. Think about that. Now, when I used to read this, because, I mean, listen, I'm, how old am I? Like, I'm 28, and so, like, for 20, shush, okay, come on, come on. For 28 years, I've read this story, and I'm always, like, whenever the angel's like, fear not, or whenever the, the angel, excuse me, is like, peace on earth, I'm always assuming, like, the angel is speaking to the fear that the shepherds are dealing with in that moment. So the shepherd's like, ah! And the angel's like, peace on earth. <laughs> and they're like, ah. Like, I always thought that's what was happening. But as I, as I did a little digging, what I've discovered is that this time period in which these shepherds were shepherding was one of the most chaotic times of that history. There was wars happening. There was political unrest happening. There was, it was a time of violence and so this, the, these shepherds, as they're shepherding, doing their thing, what, 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 I, what I came to, 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 to understand is that these shepherds, in this moment, were experiencing chaos in their life. Because everything that was happening around them was not peaceful. Everything that they were experiencing, everything that they were watching on their favorite news station, like it was not positive. And yet, the angel knew this, and they still declared peace on earth for who his favor rests on. Now, this word peace, all throughout the... Uh, the Hebrew Bible, which we would call our Old Testament, is the word shalom. And that word shalom, I love this word because it, it means peace, but it means a peace that, that, that comes because I'm now completed. It, 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 means, it means peace, but because I'm now whole. And interestingly enough, it is this very word peace or shalom that Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 9, prophesied about baby Jesus and called baby Jesus this very thing. Watch this. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace or Prince of Shalom. Or prince of completeness and wholeness. Oh, I love that. And so by definition, this Jesus character is not just one that brings peace, but he is peace. He, he doesn't just bring restoration, but he is restoration. He doesn't just bring completeness. He is complete. And this is a prince of peace. 
And so the season of Advent is one that we're celebrating not just what Jesus does, but also who he is. And so Jesus brings us two types of peace, and we're going to go over that, and then we're going we're to close. I told you it was pretty quick, right? Three notes. That's what you should be praying for every week. God, just, just give Pastor three notes this week, please. Um, <laughs> don't pray that. Um, so Jesus brings two types of peace. The first piece is this, inner peace. Inner, I-N-N-E-R, inner peace. He brings us inner peace. Now, the moment that you make a decision to make Jesus the Lord or the boss of your life, right? The Apostle Paul writes in Romans 10, 9, I believe, that when we confess with our mouth that Jesus is the Lord, believe in our hearts, that God raised Christ from the dead, like we're saved, right? So, so we, like, we're, we're made new. At that moment, check this out. At the moment, Scripture says that the Spirit of God now doesn't just, like, dwell around us, but he dwells in us. And so watch this. Jesus, who is not just a giver of peace, but is peace. So Jesus now, when he's in our heart, like when his spirit lives inside of us, guess who lives inside of you? Peace. Like all of a sudden his peace lives in me. His peace dwells inside of me. But, as you know, there's sometimes where, like, I don't have peace. And so, in those moments, I like to say it this way, sometimes my peace leaks. Sometimes, sometimes the peace that I have inside of me, the tank gets lower and lower and lower and lower. See, some, sometimes peace leaks. And it usually happens, it usually happens for me when I begin to focus on other things. Excuse me, when I begin to focus on, on what's going on around me. It's almost as if every time that I'm focused on something other than peace, than Jesus, it's like I'm taking a hammer and I'm just hitting this glass, and it's cracking, and more and more. And so I do want to point out that it's not that Jesus is leaving. It's just my, my understanding and my view of what I'm focused on is swaying. And so when peace leaks, we have to be intentional with, with creating an environment for peace to be filled, for peace to... Um, to just to fill us up, to refuel, to refuel our peace. <clears throat> now, this may be different for you, but for me, the best way for peace, for Jesus, for me to refocus is worship. Like just, and I know I say this, this could be like a key for like every message I give, but there's something about just sitting with worship on in the middle of like chaos, in the middle of uh, uh, whatever, whatever crud you're going through, there's just something about sitting there with worship playing where all of a sudden, like I'm making time, like I have to make time for peace. 
who was Jesus, where I just sit, and it just fills my spirit. And then all of a sudden, before I know it, my gosh, like I'm, my, 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 my focus is once again back on peace, Jesus. And so I, I encourage you to, to try that out. But Jesus, he brings two types of peace. He brings inner peace, but then he also brings peace with others. Now, Jesus puts it this way in Matthew chapter 5. He said, bless, <clears throat> excuse me, are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons and daughters of God. So, so the inner peace that, that, that Jesus is bringing inside of me, it's for me, it's for, for, for you, but it's also like a starting point for me to show peace to other people. And by very definition of what Jesus said, my ID tag of how people see me and understand uh, whether or not I'm a follower of Jesus is dependent on my ability to make peace. So let me ask you this. How, how are you doing making peace? How are you doing when, when you're on your Facebook and someone says something that you don't like and show them how you feel? You need to hear my, what I think. And how are you with that? How, how are you with bringing peace at your workplace? How are you with bringing peace in your home? Because Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, those that, 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 that create peace in situations. For they will be called sons and daughters of me. So Jesus, he, he, he wants us to do, he, he wants to work on inner peace for me. For me, but also so that I can show peace with others. Which leads me to my next question, and the band can come up because I'm, I'm done. We're landing this plane. <clears throat> the next question is this. Probably the most important question. How do I walk? In peace. How do I walk in peace? Because as I mentioned, there's some moments where like I'm able to walk in peace, and then there's other times where like, man, like I just I just mess up and I begin to panic and I begin to freak out. And so how, how do I walk in peace? How do I consistently walk in peace? And uh, I think the best way for me to share this. It's found in a story that we read in Genesis chapter 22. And it's, this, <clears throat> it's a story about uh, a father and a son. Now, if you are new to church, this story on the surface is bizarre. Okay, so, so uh, cast no judgment based off of this story. But I think what we see in this story is the best way that you and I are able to walk in peace. And I love it. And so this story is in Genesis chapter 22. It's a story of this guy named Abraham. And this guy Abraham has this son named Isaac. And, and again, here, here, remember this. Breathe. Breathe out, okay? So, so in this story, God tells Abraham... Abraham, I want you to offer your son to me as a sacrifice. I know, I know, I know. 
I know. And, uh, and uh, Abraham's like, what? You just gave him to me. And, uh, and, and Abraham, he's like, okay, I, I will. Right? And, and we know, we get this privilege of, of reading ahead. We know that, that um, it was a test. We know that it was a foreshadowing of what God the Father would do for, uh, to, for us through God, Jesus the Son the sacrificial lamb. And, and so we know it's a foreshadowing of that as well. But, but um, Abraham's like, okay, I'll do it. And so uh, they go on a three-day journey to the place that God sh- told Abraham to go to. Now, I just want you to think about this. Like if this was me in this moment, I'm like, there is no peace inside of me. I'm like, why? <laughs> No, I don't want to. Like three days, you're, you're hanging out, making memories with your little kid, knowing what God has asked you to do. Like if that's me, I'm like, man, there's no peace. Like there's, there's just unrest in my heart. There's unrest in my mind. And then on the third day, they, they get to, uh, to the place, the mountain in which God told Abraham to get to. And And I want to read this, uh, Genesis chapter 22, verse 7. It says this, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Father, yes, my son. Abraham replied, the fire and wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Now, most most theologians, they understand, or scholars, they, they, they believe that Isaac, he wasn't like this little boy that was like, whatever you want, Dad. <laughs> like he was a teenager. So he was, I was going to say he's smart. He, he was more smart than a little guy. <laughs> and, uh, and so Isaac knew I, when he made that, 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 that note, he, he knew, he's like, Dad, we got wood, we got fire, we got the knife, um, but Pops, we're missing something. And I want you to, we're going to read the very next verse, because I feel like in this verse is the foundation of where peace comes from, and how you and I can walk in peace. Verse 8, <clears throat> Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb. For the burnt offering, my son. How do I walk in peace? It's by understanding God's will. How do I walk in moments of chaos and moments of fear and moments when it's not going my way? It's by understanding God's will. Friends, my peace is not predicated on what I'm going through. It's not determined based off of what I see, but rather it's based off of God will. God will provide. God will heal. God will restore. God will renew my peace. Lies on the simple fact that God will, that God will. And so, uh, so they keep walking up the hill. 
Because even though God will, sometimes it's delayed. Sometimes it takes longer than what, than what I was wanting it to. Sometimes it, 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 it takes longer than what I'm really wanting. Because God waited so long that Isaac was tied down onto the altar. It's like, God, you could have stopped me a little bit before we climbed up the hill. It was last minute. And Abraham, he's about to, he's just about to be obedient. And again, we're not going to try this at home, okay? And, uh, and he's just, he's trying to be obedient. And in that moment, almost as if, as when he has that downward swing, God is like, stop, 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 stop. And in that moment, the text says that in the bushes there was a ram that was caught. And in the very last moment, God provided for Abraham. And friends, I want to encourage you this morning for your peace to let it be fueled off of God's will. To let it be fueled off of what God will do rather than what you see, that you would be a, a people that would remind yourself when you're standing in front of it, God will. God will. Now, as the band is going to lead us into worship, I want to end with this because I think it's, I, hopefully it's encouraging someone. This will encourage someone, but I had my, my personal uh, ram story that unfolded this, this past couple weeks. Um, so my wife and I, we knew, we knew that legacy hope of hope was, was happening. And, um, and we're like, we're excited. Like, I don't say this out of mean pride, but I say it out of God's faithfulness. Like my wife and I, like we, like we give, we, like we give generously. And I don't say that boastfully, but I say that as, as a fact, like, we live it. And so we're, we're looking forward to this coming Sunday because, like, we just, like, we, we love just, just sowing for, for not you guys, really, but for the next generation. And, um, and so, so we're excited, you know. We're, well, I'm praying, God, like, because my wife is the more logical one. I'm like, let's clean everything out and just give all that. And she's like, well, that's probably not smart, babe. And so that's her role in our marriage. And, um, and so, like, I'm just praying. I'm like, God, like, what, what, what would you want me to do? And then uh, two weeks ago, I'm driving my car, and, uh, and the alternator goes out. Thank God my brother-in-law, Chris, I love you. Uh, he's, a, he's a mechanic. <clears throat> I'll give you his number after church. and <laughs> Yeah, put it on the screen. Hey, Josh, 707. I'm just kidding. And, uh, and so, like, it goes out, right? And I'm like, oh, well, there goes this amount that we have to pay. And then the very next Monday, I'm driving, or Tuesday, my, I'm driving my son uh, to, to, his, uh, to my mom's house. We're driving on the freeway, and my tire blows. And I'm like, great! You know, like, and so, like, gradually, like, the, I'm seeing what, what I want to give gradually go to this car that, that I'm going, that, 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 that's going through things. And I promise I'm getting somewhere. And, um, and so I'm like, my God, like, 
yet like I, I still felt like whatever what this this number that God I feel like placed in my heart for us to my wife and I to give like there was this peace that was still there you know there's like this there's this peace that it was like okay whatever God this is what I feel like you told us this is what we're gonna do and then these things happen and and I know you pro- you probably gone through way worse things okay sue me but this was bad for us. And, and so, um, so I'm like, okay, God, you'll provide. You always provide. You're my peace. I'm going to try to say this without. Nope, nope, there it goes. Um, on Thursday, someone, uh, they don't even go to this church, hopefully, one day they'll watch this online. Uh, they text me, they call me, and I'm like, hey, I can't, I can't pick up. I'm with my daughter at her field trip, and I was like, I'll call you afterwards. And uh, I get out, with, out of the field trip, and I'm like, oh, I gotta call this, this person back. And I'm like, oh, I don't really wanna call them. I, like, usually these calls are never good, you know? Maybe I'll just text him, but I just felt like God was like, no, just call him, just call him. So I call him, and he's like, hey, hey, brother. And I'm like, hey. And uh, he said, I, I want to meet you. Can, can we meet? There's something I want to give you, but I, I want to give it to you in person. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know. I, I'm such a battered pastor. Like, these things never turn out well, you know. So I'm like, uh. Like, luckily you don't go to the church because this is like a setup, right, Pastor Paul? For, hey, like, we feel like God is moving us to a different church. <laughs> like, uh, okay. He didn't tell you that when things were good. But, hey, hey. <laughs> what am I talking about? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, so, uh, so, so I, I meet him, right? And we're just, you know, small talking. And, and he's like, hey, uh, I just felt like God wanted me to give this to you. And uh, I was like, oh, thank you. And I'm horrible at being able to receive things. And I had the envelope, and I was like, do you want me to open it now in front of you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. And because sometimes, like, you got to fake it, right? Like, you got to fake the, oh, thank you for $20. Um, I opened it. I pulled out the check. And it was over the amount that I felt like God put on a heart to give to legacy. And uh, in that moment, man, I'm just like bawling. Like, I'm like, what is happening? But I was reminded of the faithfulness of God. That if he speaks, no matter what it is, his peace is what's going to keep me going forward. And I just want to encourage you this morning that as we worship and as God speaks to you, maybe you came here this morning and you're like, you know, I, I, I just, I don't want to give. And if that's you, hey, we love you. You're welcome here. But maybe, just maybe this spoke to you. Because maybe you're like, I, I don't think like I can. I don't know. Maybe you can't, but maybe you can. Because God is your peace.